0: Good morning We've talked the whole night through Good morning Good morning To you uh. Uh. Good morning Good morning Good morning Good morning, uh. Good morning. 1 uh. 2 1 2 3 Good
1: morning Ooh. Good morning
0: Today. G'day and thanks again for getting our year-round carnival preview podcast. We are recording this at quarter to ten Melbourne time, Saturday morning. This is our very latest, after Vince Cardi's been able to put through his race speed profiles final edition. This is your accompaniment to it, so please open it up and uh, and we can we can talk you through it. Race one of the program officially. Good morning, Vince. How are you expecting this track to play? It looks like the uh, the rain that was potentially there might miss.
1: Yeah, which is fantastic news, isn't it? So they've kept it at an S five you can be pretty confident that track won't get worse and therefore we should have a good, clean racing as Absolutely. far as the track goes. Lane bias-wise, realistically, 8 to 11 off the fence is probably the, the golden spot, but I wouldn't uh, be terribly concerned if we are also drawn uh, 3 to three to six, three to seven isn't as bad either. But really the golden lanes eight to four. So if you know your horses can sort of be midfield slightly more forward and are gonna be in those middle
0: lanes, that's gonna be the golden spot. Well, Eagles Craig is the hot favourite uh, in, um, in the first race there. Uh, ran first up last prep, but looks all right on paper. Ran second to Mr Brightside, of course, who's since gone on to win plenty of races, including the Doncaster. Does it justify its short no. quote according to your race speed profiles? You'd say to be a bit wary with impossible action you've got on top.
1: Well, it's a a tough one, Ralphie. (laughs) Look, it's pretty pretty tight. It is a borderline benchmark horse, so I don't want to um, have any detractions there. But the reality is, this is a race where it's really, really even. There's probably six or seven horses that could find themselves on the podium. You only need to run somewhere between... Benchmark half a length below to get on the podium, so not that easy. I would have preferred a much better price, but the reality is, I'm not going to deter anyone from wanting to back it. It's just really all about price. It doesn't work for me.
0: Once again, we've got a short price horse in Mask Up in the second race. It's a four-year-old. First up, uh, Simon Wild who had a huge uh, warnable during the week, and and they've they've elected to go to Adelaide with Craig Williams booked mid two odds. How are you assessing its chances? This is
1: another race, very hard, (laughs) at least six, seven chances. Can't believe how short this horse is. Uh, Really, it should be six to one the field, minimum. And here we are, we've got another short price horses. For me, very dangerous, got no sort of coverage at all, whether this horse can even step up and perform beyond benchmark. You probably don't need to here, but there's at least half a dozen horses that are at the same level and who gets
0: the luck? Too hard pretty much rewind press play i'd say for race three given that h2o is pretty short and uh, and again it's not something that you're going to be investing your money in whatever our listeners choose to do
1: exactly ralphie everything's virtually below benchmark you got an unrace runner that looks interesting for me that uh, might do something well, but the profile of the race. Sometimes I don't mind looking at the unrace runners in certain races, but just a little bit too tight with a couple of other runners. If that favourite had been like a minus three or four, I probably would have been keen to look at the two.
0: Designs' favourite in the the Port Adelaide Cup race, four over 2,500. It's won these distances, uh, the past two starts, Cranbourne and this tracking distance, Morphville last start. It's well exposed, uh, this mare. She's certainly no star. Splendiferous uh, was unlucky at Caulfield and then went on with it, winning at sale. Do either of these two justify the short prices that are on on offer? Well,
1: both profile well for the race in terms of getting golden runs. They're exactly where you'd like them. Just either near lead leading or camped off them that's perfect from my point of view from a distance point of view many of these horses are going to struggle at this distance these are two that shouldn't have any challenges there and while probably spend difference a little bit more of a negative with a bit of give on the ground but designs
0: there's Virtually bulletproof across all all key angles. You've been uh, you've you've said though that so Benny's probably the the most advantaged. There it hasn't been able to win, but it's had uh, four pretty narrow defeats recently.
1: Performance is really good, Ralphie, as good as anything else going into this race. Like the way the horse profiles. Mm. It has the capacity to, you know, that last start, you know, roughly they go almost thirty links below benchmark. What, what, would, what could you expect, right? But the reality is, from my point of view, is this profile is good for this race. Probably slightly forward and midfield as well. I hope they have it. Forster's in a bit of form. He's not the greatest rider to put your money on, but given this small field, probably error rate's going to be low, and he has to be considered at a price.
0: Now we'll pick it up from where we left off yesterday and you've had 24 hours further thoughts. And in, in this particular race, there's been a scratching come out with Marine 1, one of the key chances. General Bowe, hard fences' favourite. Back in earlier, Barrier 2 will probably be behind it. And you're saying that extremely lucky, though, at the $5, third favourite here could be very, very hard to hold out with its big finish.
1: Yeah, I'm not changing my position. I feel it's all about these two horses. This is where the race is at. Of course, Bacchanalia comes into it a little bit more in the sense because Marine One's out and gets itself a, a slot by default, but I'm all about those two and extremely lucky. The caveat here is, okay, not sure if, they, if they've got a little bit of give in the ground, how will it handle it? You've just, just got to cut back your bet, but it's it looks a you know, very promising horse and it's the type of horse that I don't mind sort of stepping into with a, a bit of a lower risk in terms of
0: outlay. The, uh, the mile there for the mares. So we, we spoke yesterday, obviously did a deep dive for the Queen of the South, and really the biggest theme and biggest uh, play was that uh, Comica was false favourite at uh, at $4 uh, price there. It's probably mid-fours now. Foxy to the money's come for it. It's now favourite at the high threes, but you're giving great respect here to the uh, the um, McAvoy team in uh, Bell Placier and so- Silent Sovereign.
1: Yeah, they both profile excellently for this race, Ralphie, particularly Sil- Silent so- Sovereign, who... If- there's a bit of give in the ground that stays there, you know it's going to handle it 100%. Bela Persia, the, the, the positive with this particular horse is it gets the golden run. That's what I love. It's just perfectly placed and will be inside a midfield and will get every opportunity. Again, when you've got that type of rider, you have to look at your risk profile and you probably just got to, it's it's not an A-grade bet, but it's it's a, a possibility of a C-grade bet if you're looking to bet on that horse. And the other horse I don't want to dismiss completely is Star So I'll be keen to see what the communication is yard-wise. And Comic, I'm taking it on.
0: And uh, so the other one that we haven't yet mentioned, but uh, we did yesterday, Cyril Mess is, is one of the, uh, the perhaps the five, but Star Real there, $18, and it's right uh, uh, in your tables there, and, and uh, particularly if you're taking a quaddy uh, the suggestion is keep it in.
1: That's the one. That's why I wanted to make sure. Don't forget it.
0: All right, extra days, uh, thoughts, uh, behemoth, the class runner. Uh, trainers' trainers' intent is probably a phrase I didn't use uh, use yesterday. I just want to add that to the table because obviously they want it, it to peak in the Goodwood in two weeks' time. So well, now you've been able to factor this in. Any further thoughts?
1: Yeah, I, I I understand that and that makes total sense, but you don't have to peak here to win. <laughs> that's the bottom line. No, well, that's the reality. Yeah. You can turn up and run two or three lengths short and still be too good.
0: Lovely. All right. Mid-fours price. That's a a place-on-side bet for uh, the way you look at things. I know (laughs) I've worked with you long enough.
1: Yeah, and it is. And all all it means is it's not an A-grade bet, but it's definitely a B or C-grade bet for sure. And that's the risk you're taking, that you know that the horse is not going to be 100%, but it's
0: got a massive edge on the field. So September Run's favourite at $5 and a nice open uh, market in this uh, Sangster from uh, mainly, would say, Bella Nipatina, away game, Brooklyn Hustle, and really the one that you gave the big push to yesterday, Instant Celebrity at $12 and Argentia at $10 are others to consider.
1: Yeah, this is the way I'm looking at it as well, Ralphie. Of course, from a quaddy point of view, those ho- all the horses you mentioned like September Run, Bella Valor, even instant celebrity. They definitely are Argenti They have to be in your yeah, qualities and even probably away game from, from a betting point of view, I'm really narrowing down to instant celebrity and chancing my arm on this particular horse. Of course, again, I have the scenario. It, it doesn't meet the sort of qualifying criteria as an A grade bet, In other words, the maximum amount on, but it certainly meets a C grade possibly be just want to see how those first couple of races run. And if I confident that this track isn't getting cut up at all and, they are coming in the lanes where I anticipate horses will run, then I'll probably have a bit more confidence and increase my stake. But that's the
0: horse I want to be with. So it's been specced in already from yesterday, which was $14, and now into $11. But that's, that's $11, still double figure on. So nice price there. For instance, Celebrity, can you help us at all the last even extra day to look at this raffle in the last race?
1: That's exactly what it is, Ralph. <laughs> Ruffy. big, big raffle. If you're just going purely on IVR numbers, yep. then – the horse at the top of the grid, chosen Blonde going to be a go-forward horse. If it doesn't get overextended through the first half of the race, then maybe it'll still be there in the finish because it is, it is a, an above-benchmark type
0: profile, but, uh some people are braver than me <laughs> so others for the quaddie just to go go down basically your board here or your dashboard smoke and valve runaway uh, lad sidearm and uh, and perhaps as we discussed yesterday what that means is if, if a favorite gets beaten you can get the quaddie you're gonna get a good result i think there's a chance the quaddie will pay all right nice hopefully we've got it once again exactly r- really appreciate your support we'll break it all down early next week on year round carnival